0: You are now tuning in to the Messiest Fuck Podcast. You should know right now it's about to get messy. Grab your phone, grab your wine, and listen with your bestie. Spill the T, keep a G, and tune on in. Grab your seat because our show is about to begin. Ow. Welcome to the Messiest Fuck Podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. And we're back from our break. Thank goodness. It's been a long time. It really hasn't been that long. I'm still like I just like I'm dramatic about everything. But still, it was a couple months and we're happy to be back. Um, We probably missed out on a lot. The big thing was the election. Yes. I'm happy about Biden. Anybody's better than Trump. We've got Kamala. So, yes
1: yep so i'm looking forward to a real president again definitely (laughs) one that that stays off of twitter (laughs) yeah yeah exactly
0: Um, so we don't have to be uh dealing with any of his reality show bullshit anymore exactly exactly (laughs) i think everybody's just tired of his orange face i just feel like (laughs) i know nobody wants to see the toupee and orange face anymore it's just it's overrated now What is the news going
1: to talk about, though? It's been dominated by him for so long. It really, really has.
0: It really has. So I don't I don't know. I think I think they're still going to be immersed in what he's going to do next, because like that's the big thing, his lawsuits and how it was just the whole voting system is a, you know, a scam and all this other stuff. So I'm sure we'll be dealing with that for a really long time. But I'm just looking forward to um, Biden getting into the the seat and doing everything he says he's going to do. And, you know, we'll see what happens, but you know, this is not a political podcast, so we are not going (laughs) to spend a lot of time on that, but we missed so much tea.
1: Yes, we did.
0: So I just feel like it's time for a mixture of cold tea and hot tea. Yes, that's perfect. (laughs) So there's a lot to talk about that. I think just so much mess that really has been kind of going on beside uh, behind the scenes, especially with all this um, election stuff going on. So one of the biggest stories we all know is about Meg and Tori. And yes, remember, girl, we talked about this like so many times on past episodes and over this break that we were on, Tory got charged. Tory Lanes got charged with, um, shooting Meg Stallion, like formally charged. So he, um, he's facing one count of assault with a semi automatic firearm and one count of carrying a loaded concealed firearm in a vehicle. So I know recently he did like a video chat with, I guess, the court system. The judge was there. He was arraigned. Um, I think that was back in October. And um, he was ordered to stay at least 100 yards away from her and cease all contact with her. The judge also ordered him to surrender every gun he owned. And his bail was increased and posted at about $190,000. So that's where that stood, and I think next week he um, he's going to be appearing in court again, and that's where he's going to enter his plea. Um, and if he is convicted at the end of all of this, he faces 22 years behind bars. Mm. Yeah, he about to be locked up he like a mm-hmm. Um And did you hear the um, album that he dropped? Did you I did. Oh my God. Did. So deep. Girl, I was like, Ooh, I want to do another episode right now, but I can't. It was so crazy because it was just like a whole, their whole story from beginning mm-hmm. to end, like how yep. they met and you know, like how they were dating each other or whatever you want to call it. And all the way through like what he said happened and what she's saying happened, but I liked it. I thought there were a couple tracks, but people were kind of pissed about it. like. You know, he's selfish. She's self-exploiting when all of this is happening. So I don't know. I like it. I mean, I don't
1: care what anybody says. He's in love with that girl. I think so too. (laughs) He is in love
0: with that girl. It's like a a toxic love.
1: It is. It's a toxic relationship, but he loves her. And, you know, I don't know. I guess we'll never know what really happened. We've got her version. We've got his version. But...
0: I I feel for him. He's just got that love, girl. He, mm. Yeah, He. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, maybe he's just pussy whipped. I don't know. I don't even know if they even had <laughs> sex, but who knows? Remember remember the uh, Kardashian what? girl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's her mace, The Kardashian girl. She was involved because he was all like, yeah. oh, Kylie trying to get with her. Remember mm-hmm. in the pool? Yep. Kylie so was
1: involved. It's always something with them. I know they're I I they're the
0: masterminds behind everything, I'm convinced. <laughs> I think so too. Um, well, Meg can't seem to escape the drama because Cardi B just recently had a birthday party, and Meg used to work with a stylist named EJ. And EJ and Meg were both at Cardi's party. And prior to the party, EJ was making headlines for announcing that he was parting ways with Meg stating that he didn't want to work under somebody who felt like his work was disposable. So according to him, that wasn't like a jab at her. He wasn't trying to be messy. He just said he was speaking his truth, but Meg took offense to that. Mm -hmm. So they get to this party and she's drinking. And apparently, when she drinks, he says that she's very, quote, passionate and animated, which I do believe. <laughs> Aren't
1: we all? <laughs>
0: <laughs> After a couple of drinks, who is it uh, passionate and animated? Girl, and she's from Houston. So, you know, she took it to a whole nother <laughs> level. So right. they're, they're in each other's space and she's kind of getting loud to the point where JT, who was at the party from the City Girls, runs over gets in between them and pushes him back. So it made it seem like it was like this huge scene popping off at the party and like all these people were like gathering around. So that whole thing was just a total, complete mess. And um, apparently him and Meg haven't spoken since. Wow.
1: So that's it's like the scene. elevator. It's like the elevator 2.0, Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. I still want to know what they said. I still want to know what was said in that elevator. I can only
0: imagine. Wait, was that was Solange in the elevator too? Solange was beating his ass. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it her doing that to him? Yes. Yeah,
1: and Beyonce was just standing there. I want well, to know what was going on in that elevator. I'm telling
0: you. Look, she said, you ain't about to fuck up my Ivy Park. Right? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Wow. Um, okay, so... I have been dying to talk about this because this has happened fairly recently. It's with my girl, Lisa Ray, and her sister, who I just learned was her sister recently, uh, the Brett. And she went on uh, Fox News, not sorry, Fox News. What am I talking about? Trump now? Um, she <laughs> went on um, this episode of Fox Souls Cocktail with the Queens And Claudia Jordan's on there. Selena Johnson and Vivica Fox are on there. And they surprised her um, for her birthday by having the brat come on. But there was a little issue because apparently they hadn't spoken in a while. And so this is what she had to say. Like, yeah. I appreciate you coming out and, and and
1: verbally saying happy birthday to me this kind of way because I damn sure
0: ain't heard from you in months. Okay, so, you um, know,
1: you guys are both celebrities and a lot of times the problem, that's why I'm not trying to say that much, is other people making shit worse and saying stuff. I think y'all needed this moment and, and to say what y'all have to say at the end of the day.
0: I would say thank you, Queens, for allowing and making it happen because I'm not sure how long it would have been. What it it's been like, what? Almost like a, since what? Hey, December a or something like a Stop, a baby, no more. what y'all saying. I don't give a fuck what y'all saying at all. Y'all don't know shit at all. She do, you do, you do. Yeah, so things got really... Sense it went left quick it was very awkward and you should have seen the look on her co-host's face they were were like oh shit well damn they didn't know what yeah exactly they had no idea what to say they were trying to like reconcile the situation and she just really kept it real which I respect she couldn't be fake about it she hadn't talked to Brett in like forever they haven't been on speaking terms And I can just see how quickly it just went sour. So apparently she later apologized for her behavior. She apologized to her co-host and kind of realized that that might not have been the forum for it. um, And said that, you know, they'll fix whatever they have to fix in God's timing. But when I tell you, I was mm. when I was watching it, and then she was just like you you could see her face like it was building it was it was just, and she just exploded with this, and everybody was like, "What the fuck just happened? She was triggered. <laughs> yes, she was. She was really hurt by that. I mean, I, to see her sister you know come in on coming on the show and surprise her and she hasn't talked to her in god knows how long and it's just like oh hey sis happy birthday it's like uh, wait a minute so i really don't know so anyway um we have a lot more to talk about and i am going to just keep it rolling and the next thing on the topic list is... Amber Rose. Amber Rose. <laughs> I,
1: this topic is interesting to me because I feel like a personal connection to this. So to Amber Rose <laughs> to Amber Rose, which <laughs> I do not like Amber Rose. And, you know, the, you, there's a whole story with that. But um, Amber Rose recently came out and talked about her seven-year-old son and her interaction with him how she's raising him so she says that she's already taught him about the birds and the bees she says he knows what a period is to the point where he will even go and get her pads and her tampons when he needs when she needs them And he even, she even went as far as to say that he'll walk up to her, jiggle her butt and comment about a woman's body and say, mommy, you've got a big butt. Stop it. So, you know, I just had a little boy, which is new for me. I have a daughter, so it's much easier with a daughter. So I'm wondering, you know, where do you draw the line as a mother with a son? Do you let well, the boy look at your body, comment on your body? Do you let you know what I'm saying? Like, where do you draw the line on on introducing a boy to women's issues?
0: I think you draw the line at his age. He's seven and he's seven. Giggling her his mother's ass. I. Yep. OK, that that is so far beyond what she's supposed to be doing. <laughs> I I completely understand educating your child. Okay. Right. But I mean like sending him on runs to get tampons and pads and doing all the other extra stuff. You got to chill. Like it's, it's too soon. Let the boy be a kid when he's 10, maybe, you know, slowly start to talk to him about, you know, maybe some sex education things of that nature. But Come on, seven. <laughs> he probably knows. He probably knows
1: more than I do. She wants. To, she said that she wants him to get to an age where he's able to be understanding and compassionate towards a woman, if he's in a relationship or whatever is going on, friendships, relationships. She wants him to be compassionate towards a woman. I am all for raising your son to respect a woman. But I feel like some of these mothers out here take it another step with their boys. I feel like they've been disappointed in their own romantic relationships and they're trying to make their son fill that void. You know, like I've seen women say they go, you know, take their son out on dates and actually call it a date date night with my son and stuff like that. No, no, Mm -mm. but it doesn't even sound right. (laughs) You can check me in about 10 years if I do that,
0: but I do not plan on dating my son. No, or having him jiggle your ass. What is that? Oh my God, stop. I can't even talk about it anymore. It's, that's just ridiculous. Um, Do you remember Ryan Henry from Black Ink Crew? Yeah. Light light skin, tattoo, owner of the shop, Nine Mag. He's been in a lot of mess recently. Um, He had an affair with his best friend's ex and mother of their child. So the child is Ryan's godson. The best friend's name is Anthony Lindsay and the ex's name is Nina. So apparently there were rumors swirling about this, that he had this affair, but it wasn't confirmed until he got on Instagram on October 17th and admitted to everybody that he was in fact sleeping with Nina several times and keeping this from Anthony. So he admitted it, he wanted to take accountability for his actions. He was explaining like all the details about what happened and who was involved and how everybody found out about it way after they had already talked about it amongst themselves. He felt like the public needed to hear an apology. Um, and really, from what I heard from it, he was kind of blaming it on his depression. You know, he was just saying that it really played a role in how he handled the situation. Um, it kept him from being honest about what happened. But he was trying to not play the victim here as well. Um Where it got really dirty, though, was when everybody started posting like different things on their IG stories, particularly Nina and the best friend, Anthony. They were going back and forth about what happened and airing out all the dirty laundry. She was saying that Anthony abused her. It was a whole bunch of mess that was like publicly unveiled um on Instagram. So I don't know what the status is of Ryan and Anthony's relationship now, but how do you even come back from something like that? Like that whole shit right there is a messy minute.
1: That really like, is.
0: <laughs> it, really, <laughs> it really truly is. And I'm sitting here like girl, I don't even know what damn advice to give. Right, because where do you
1: start with that?
0: It's crazy. Like just the whole dynamic like that's your godson, this is your best friend. Right. And the, how could you come to do something like that? That detrimental. Right.
1: Like what I don't makes get it. you, what makes you feel like you can go there?
0: Exactly. Hmm. I, I don't know. I just like, I can't think like what played through his mind to like come to that determination. Like, I don't see how his depression just led to him in bed, in bed with her. I just, I don't. But, yeah. you know, that's what's people do destructive things, you
1: know, when, you, when, when they, they not, feel, yeah, yeah when they feel like they're, they feel like one area is in of their life that they're not in control and they just, you know, they do destructive things. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Well, girl, I heard uh slim thug is being a little bit destructive. Oh my gosh. Lately. Mhm. Um, this is what he had to say.
1: You gotta answer to your bitch like a bitch. I'm a boss, I don't answer to no bitch. I don't give a fuck bitch. If I like the picture, if the bitch fine, I'm liking the picture. If I think she fine, i put hard eyes under. I'm not bowing down to no bitch, ever. I'm gonna always be the man in the relationship and the bitch is gonna bow down to me, period, like the bitches say these days. You self-ass niggas then let the whole world change and let the girls
0: be the man now. What is wrong with him? Oh, my Lord. (laughs) 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 Like I feel like we just gave up. Like, Mm. I don't even... Like, first of all, is he relevant? Not in my world, okay? That's the first thing. But I do see him on Instagram always doing, like, heart eyes Mm. under all these women's photos. And you know what? If he wants to do that, that is absolutely his prerogative. But, you know, go
1: ahead. You know, I have a say. I always talk to my friend about this kind of toxic masculinity type conversation where, you know, that I just don't give a fuck attitude. I can mm-hmm. treat women however I want. No consequences. And we always say we always say these are the type of men that are going to die alone in the nursing home. And they <laughs> exactly. really are. They They're gonna die alone in the nursing home. These are the type of men that end up like P Diddy right. reg- with a lot of regrets. Right. At the end because of the he day. He didn't want to
0: quote bow down to a woman. Right. Like what, what world is he living in? I don't, I'm not it's understanding.
1: It's a toxic yes. message though to be spreading. Yes. To about- the younger generation about oh, how yeah. to treat a partner, a woman, a spouse. We're going to end up with baby mamas and no wives. And, you know, it's just. It's very toxic.
0: It is. And I don't even understand his ideology. Like you're so he's saying that men are soft because they're afraid to like and comment on women's pictures on social media. Uh, And this is but this is a real topic, though, because I've been, you know,
1: I've been in relationships with men and that's how they feel. They feel like if they give in to a woman, if they, you know, treat her right, they are somehow being discredited in some, you know, quote unquote, imaginary thug life world that they that they claim to live in. And it's just not the truth, you know? And I don't know where that mentality comes from, but it's it's embedded in these men that like they have to remain hard and you know there's no woman that's gonna ever, you know, tell them what to what do. What to do. Yeah. And I don't know where that comes from, other than it being toxic. I don't know. What are we in the, the handmaid's tale? This is oh, not, you know, <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to be in a relationship, just don't be in a don't relationship. Be in a relationship. Exactly. Right.
0: And that, I think that was part of his point that he is single and he can do whatever he wants to do. And yeah. that's fine. That's fine. But then but don't spread that message. Don't spread right. that toxic message. That's all we're saying. Right.
1: Because because the language he's using is saying that there is someone that wants him to be accountable, whether it's a girlfriend, something, Mm -hmm. somebody is trying to hold him accountable. And he's sitting there saying, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. Because I'm my own boss and nobody runs me. So just be a bachelor for the rest of your life and die alone in the nursing home. Okay,
0: (laughs) (laughs) And all those bitches will not come and visit you. How about that? (laughs) Exactly exactly they won't oh, that's where it stands they're certainly not going to wipe
1: your ass when you're right. old. right exactly <laughs> so wrinkly balls no. exactly <laughs> uh-uh <laughs> well i have got some news on our favorite family the kartrashians i meant kardashians <laughs> They're, they never cease to have drama. Even in a global pandemic, the Kardashians will always be in the news. So I've got several stories for them.
0: So oh, I feel I bet like you this,
1: do. Yeah. So I feel like this is going to be a little
0: Kardashian segment. We'll just get it all out. Yeah. We'll get it all out in the Girl, you know, I don't watch that stupid ass show. What a keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I think like on their last season, I pray to God. Don't tell anybody I watch it. Oh, guilty oh, pleasure. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't I can't it just makes me like nauseous like just listening to their voices it just makes me nauseous but anyway I'll listen to what you have to say because I feel like it's going to be some good tea so let's but you just
1: can't look away with them I mean they're the whole family is a mess and you just can't look away I'm telling you I guess that's so I I can't argue with you there (laughs) so first story most recent story is in the news about of course Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Tristan is the father of her daughter. They've had so many stories in the news, so many cheating scandals on his part. Um, Even the one back when she was pregnant, he was cheating on her. Mm -hmm. So this one came from Larsa Pippen, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Okay. Who is and has been for a long time, a very close friend of all of the girls, um, so she came out and said recently that she was actually the one dating Tristan Thompson. She brought him to a party, introduced him to the Kardashians, and he left that night with Chloe. Oh, yep. Oh and my from, god! And from that point on, was in the media as dating Chloe, even though There's, Larsa was the even one though Larsa brought him. As her date brought him to the party. So the whole family are I swear they're like a gang. The whole family unfriended (laughs) her on social media. And of course they're outcasting her just like they always do. When somebody comes out against their family, just like Jordan Woods just like Jordan Woods. Exactly. So now Larsa is the one being out, outcasted and she's, you know, she is very close with them for many, many years. She's on the show. She's at all of their birthday parties, events, everything. And she came out with this information. They unfriended her. Um, there was even stories that came out that explained that she has a stressed relationship with kim because kanye doesn't like her so it seems like the family oh and there was another story where she quote had allegedly flirted with kylie's man at a party
0: yeah so wait 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 wait. wait. which wh- who is kylie dating now kylie's you know? still Kylie's still with the father of her baby. Is it Travis Scott? Travis Scott, yeah. Okay, because didn't one of them date
1: Tyga? So Kylie and Tyga were very close friends for a long time, like from childhood on. It's one of those stories where Tyga is older than Kylie. Okay. And so they were friends until Kylie magically turns 18 and then suddenly they're dating. Okay. So they dated for a while. Now she has a baby by Travis Scott. Okay, okay. And Travis Scott is the one that allegedly, Said that Larsa had come up to him and was flirting with him at this party. Mm. So it looks to me like this family was looking for a reason to boot her out. Right. But um, poor Larsa's really getting it from the Kardashians. She's she's got to watch her back, lock her doors at night because they're a whole gang. Damn. (laughs) So moving on from Larsa, we have Scott Disick. Now everybody, in, in my opinion, everybody that gets involved with this family ends up ends up with some sort of the horrible story uh-huh. and Scott is no exception. Scott Disick is Kourtney Kardashian's yeah. long time baby. Daddy. baby daddy. Right. So he's yeah. had a lot of stories, right? Yeah. So the most recent one is he broke up with Sophia Ritchie. The most recent one now is that he was seen out with Lisa Renna's 19 year old daughter. Lisa Rinna? Lisa Rinna. Yeah.
0: Wait, short hair, brown yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think about. she's a housewife too. Was, yeah, I was on, gonna say she's um, yeah. a
1: housewife. Yeah. She's a housewife. So he was recently seen out with her 19-year-old daughter. Okay, 19. All right. 19. And he's what? I believe he's like 35, 36 at this point. Oh my god. So apparently, you know, since the Kardashians are in control, Courtney was not happy. She confronted him. And so now he's headed off to rehab. <laughs> for the umpteenth time I don't know what he's going to rehab for younger women I don't know but um, he is headed off to rehab so poor Scott he's back in rehab again oh my god (laughs) and speaking of rehab we also have Lamar Odom (laughs) (laughs) our uh, alcoholic Jeez, I mean, is happening? He, he's My a past bad. he's a past Kardashian, yeah. Love, but he's still having problems. He mm-hmm. he managed to get away and get engaged to a whole nother woman. But then, um, her name is Sabrina Parr. Yeah. But but then she came out and said that they were breaking up because he still has a billion problems he needs to figure out. Then a week later, they're back in the news, back together, celebrating their engagement all over again. Oh, my God. So, you know, I mean, the whole thing I don't is soap opera, it's a whole soap opera. opera. I don't know why these celebrities want to get married in the first place. I mean, not that long ago, he was found unresponsive on the floor of like a brothel or something like with, you know, naked prostitutes and drugs around him. Oh so I don't know why. That's a track to marriage, but apparently a couple of years later, he's ready to be a husband.
0: Do you remember a while back we talked about? I think it's Andrew Gillum or Gilliam. Remember? Yes. And yes. Thinking about all that you just talked about, yes, he just came out and said to his wife that just after everything that happened, that he realized he's bisexual. Yep. And just my whole mind was blown. I'm like, okay, so yep. After all of that. You're just opening up and this is what you discovered. And your wife is just like, okay, (laughs) yeah, I'm just going to accept that. But when you were talking about the whole stuff with Lamar, it just reminded me of, you know, the story that just came out. And Andrew, he had
1: to come out and say something. I mean, come on now. He was he was also found unresponsive with male prostitutes. So he had to say something. And
0: wasn't it like some stuff on the sheets and all that? Yep. I feel like I remember something. It was like blood thesis. and semen, <laughs> feces. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a crime scene up oh in there. Oh my gosh. So, So, yeah, that's my man, Lamar Odom. And then last but not least, Kim and Kanye, they stay in and out of the news. I mean, you know, apparently he was on the ballot. I voted, I didn't see him on the ballot, and I specifically looked. And but I did, did. not. I looked. Did. I spent several extra minutes voting so I could look and see. I did not see Kanye on the ballot here in New York, but apparently he was on the ballot in several states. Even received sixty thousand votes. Oh my god! And in the midst of all that, Kim. Had the audacity to get on social media and post her, you know, a little picture with her sticker saying, I voted. Did you? That was her caption. I voted. Did you? Oh, my God. They lit her ass up in the comments. They <laughs> were like, You're, you don't count if you vote for Kanye. They're like, but people were like, but who did you vote for? Right. And then, you know, I mean it just is people need to think before they do stuff I mean yeah. come on your husband took away 60,000 votes that right. could have gone that could have
0: gone to one of the other to one of qualified, the other candidate. exactly. Qualified candidates exactly candidates <laughs>
1: so I don't think you're really in any position to be on social media I voted did you that's just my opinion but what <laughs> its Kim. right exactly it's Kim. she's it's gonna Kim. do what she's gonna do yeah I just thought it was very ironic. <laughs>
0: oh my god why well, I, yeah. I, do you remember growing up in high school we there were certain people that we listened to oh yes and one of them yes. was our girl miss britney spears yes i loved britney yeah here's one of my favorite songs Girl, don't you remember rushing home every day? Like TRL. Uh, yeah, touching TRL.
1: <laughs> the top 10. You couldn't miss the top like three yeah. videos because that was like your favorite ones.
0: Exactly. Carson Daly was on there. That was yep. like, one thing you did after school every day. Like that. every single day, TRL. <laughs> but I heard, um, I heard she's kind of got some bad news.
1: She does. She does. So, you know, she had a very public meltdown <laughs> some years ago. And ever since then, she's been under the concert. She's been actually under a conservatorship. Sorry for with her father, James Mm -hmm. Spears. So basically her father is in control of all her assets, her flow of money, um, her mental health, her medical, everything. Mm -hmm. And apparently she has gone back to court because she wants her father off her stuff. She says she fears him. She's There's rumors that he uses her for her money, that he has, he does not have her best interests at heart and that he is depleting her assets. Um, so she wants her life back. She's had, a I think, a pretty steady relationship. She would like to get married, possibly have more children. But her father is actually in control of all of that. Mm-hmm. Down to her even being able to get married or not. So she's done. She wants her father off of it. And she's not even saying that she wants to have control. She just wants somebody that she trusts and she chooses Mm -hmm. uh, instead of her father. Well, apparently the court declined her request and he will stay, um, stay on her, her affairs and her assets. And so she's very upset. She has said that she will not perform. She will not do one more show until her father is off of her stuff. Wow. So very interesting. And there's a lot of memes going around. I don't know if you've seen save British hashtag, save Brittany, you know, hashtag blink if you're okay, Brittany.
0: all of those things have been going around. <laughs> I so. haven't seen any. I did hear <laughs> though. I did hear that there was like a secondary on the conservatorship. So I don't know who it is, some law, somebody, some, an attorney or some law firm that is second to her father, um, who I believe, I guess that's a good thing because they're kind of like an overseer, um, yeah. of what the father is doing. So there's somebody that's, tr- that's like holding him accountable for, for the things that he's doing with her, her affairs. Right. So that's a positive. Um, we do know that very well that she does have a lot of mental health problems, Right. Um, so I don't know like what the status is of that other than what I see her doing on Instagram. So there there I think there probably is a need for some kind of oversight, but right. it is sad, you know, to see like she's a right. grown woman and she wants to do all of these things with her life, but right. being puppeteered. Basically. I mean, she's almost
1: 40 years old. So when do you say let her have control of her life? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's, I feel like there's something that I mean, they, and they stayed pretty private. So that's probably good for her. But I feel like there must be something very serious there to where like they can't give this grown ass woman control of her life. I mean, she's mm-hmm. almost 40 years old. Right. So, you know, when you know, she what if she what blows through her money or does whatever she wants? Is it really anybody say so at this point? Yeah, that's the that's the argument, you know, even her mental health you know, should that be in her hands? It's her money. It's her, it's her body. It's her money. You know, at this point, you know,
0: is it right to, to keep that from her? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I work in the area of like social security law. And I know that like people claimants who are not able to manage their own affairs, they have to be appointed a representative payee who manages their money. So it's it's that that part is very similar to that. So it doesn't really matter their age. It just matters, you know, what their mental competency is. So even though she's 40, if she really can't manage money properly, then maybe she does need that. But to restrict her from marriage and, and all of those other things, I think that's where the you know the line is crossed a little bit
1: right um, that's where it become it starts sort of infringes on her on her freedom right and you know I I don't know I think you know I'm a big fan of Britney I think there are some issues there but to me to take that those life decisions away from somebody Mm -hmm. it just doesn't seem quite right you know I understand the financial end of it but even the financial end of it it's still her money Mm -hmm. so at some point when are you like okay you know you do what you want to do yeah and she doesn't have custody of the kids of her two sons I didn't know she has visitation
0: but but um Kevin Federline has custody yeah I remember him. Wasn't he her chore- choreographer at one point or something? He was, yeah, yeah I he was a choreographer. So.
1: Yeah, Ugh. so I don't know. I mean, I don't know who she's really hurting at this point. She doesn't have custody of the kids, you know. She's she's on her own, mm-hmm. so why not let her, you know, kind of start to gain control of her own, her Life. own
0: affairs? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, maybe something will change down the line. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she'll get Let's another see. chance. Hit me, baby, one, more one more time. time. <laughs> she should just sit that uh, to the judge. Right, she should. <laughs> the judge would break out like a whole routine.
1: <laughs> so, speaking of second chances, we have Mike Tyson recently in the news. The champ is here. The champ is here. (laughs) Mike Tyson um, was in the media saying recently that he was very proud of himself because he in the past was able to pass all his drug tests using his baby's urine. So he would literally put his child's urine into a fake penis that he would put, that he would wear. And then when he had to do the drug tests, he would take the fake penis out and use the baby's urine from the fake penis to then pass his drug test.
0: So I heard about that. <laughs> and I as soon as I heard I was like, this is going to be a joke. Like, he's kidding. Right. Because, you know, he's kind of a jokester. I'm like, he's oh, kidding. He's not kidding. No, he was damn serious about that. Yeah. Wow.
1: That puts a whole new twist on using, you know, I've heard of people using their kids, social security numbers to get credit cards and stuff like that. But this puts a whole new twist on that. Let me tell you. Oh, my using, God. Using your, your child's urine. Yeah. <laughs> and he and said, Right, he said he was going to use his wife's urine and she was on board with this, mind you. That's right or die right there. She For was on real? board with everything. She was on board <laughs> with everything. So she was on board with it, but she said you better be careful because it could come up pregnant one time and then you know you'd be in trouble. Like I said it happened to another athlete um, where he had used his wife's urine and then it came back pregnant. So he was too afraid to use his wife so they decided Put It was actually there pretty smart i mean <laughs> <laughs> very 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 body Clyde of them right decided queen that their and child exactly queen a very clean and clean and slim of them decide that their child was um was more a candidate for this job than she was
0: yeah oh my goodness well you know i guess if it didn't harm the baby <laughs> right. right whatever exactly. whatever it takes whatever it takes
1: right exactly
0: whatever it takes um well that's the attitude of uh Pam from the 90s group Total remember her remember the 90s group Total I do I do so here was one of my favorite songs by them by the way Yeah, so Pam Long was just one of the members of the group Total. And recently, she had been very vocal about her truth about her marriage to her ex husband, Jamie Long, who's now married to Centoia Brown, who just recently kind of got released from prison. So they're now married, and Jamie and Pam have been divorced for about five years. So, anyway, Pam publicly, um, accused Jamie of being abusive to her and alleged that he forced himself on her. Mm -hmm. And sometime after that, because this, she said this on October 20th, um, I don't know if that was this year or last year. Um, but she went on her show, Pam's world and made those comments And just recently she went on to Instagram and says that she wanted to apologize. And she has deep regrets concerning those statements that she made about her ex-husband, Jamie, because they were total lies. Mm. She lied about it all. He he didn't force herself himself upon her, nothing abusive, nothing like that. When I heard this, I felt like I was just sick to my stomach because how do you make such a serious claim? Right, such a serious accusation, and be like you should have heard her when she was talking about it. I believed her. She was right. passionate. She, you know, was telling her truth. I did not question her. And when she tried to like conv- convince, convince Santoya about him, like he's such a bad guy, like doing all this stuff, and then for her to come out and say this was a lie, like. I right. can never forgive her for something like that, ever.
1: Right. And this is why women get discredited by men yes. when they claim this or that happened. These one, it, it might just be one story in a million, but it will cause damage to the overall you know, perception that women would lie about this.
0: Absolutely. So it's, not, it's not a good look.
1: I don't, I don't know what she was thinking.
0: Her apology did seem sincere. But so did her her expression of what happened, her story exactly. So it's like, what do you really, you know what I'm saying? What do you really believe? Like that's why I'm saying, like the apology could never be accepted at this point. If I was in either of their shoes, like, and and then her fans and everybody else, her supporters, like, no, it's over. She really was tripping. Like, not even like, like pun intended. Like she really, (laughs) she really, truly was. And it's it's just a sad, sad experience. Right. Um,
1: exactly.
0: But I want to move on to a topic that I find very interesting. Um, do you remember Tia Maori? She's one of the yes. twins. Yes. I follow um, her on social media and everything. Yeah. So it's actually Tia Mowry Hard- Hardwick. I can never Hardwick. say her last name. Yeah. Um, she's 42. She's married to her husband, Corey, and they share um, a daughter named Cairo. Mm-hmm. And she's two and their son, Cree, who's nine. Right. And she recently was was talking to a few people and admitted that she schedules sex dates. Right. With her husband. Um, she the, to give you kind of some kind of like background, she was saying that especially with like kids and with work and, you know, all of that. It's just kind of hard to manage the intimacy. And she wanted to make sure that her relationship was not neglected in any kind of way. So that's how she found time to have that intimacy by scheduling these sex dates. I found it Hmm. very interesting. How do you feel about that? I, (laughs) so (laughs) it sounds very, it sounds very unromantic. Right, really? you scheduling sex. It's like, honey, let me pencil you in for ten o'clock. For yeah, this work for you? No, <laughs> you think you can get it up by by ten p.m. because I have a meeting at like eleven. So, <laughs> like, I I understand. I think like the the intent. I understand the the intent behind it, but I personally, mm-hmm. I just don't know if I could ever get with that program. Maybe it'll be different if I'm married for a long time. I don't know. But just the thought of that is, is just an immediate turn off for me. It, it just is because I like spontaneity, you know right. what I mean? Like, like I'm at an age where I'm still young and, and I still want to, you know, have sex. And I'm, you know what I mean? I'm still making the time to do things like that. Maybe not as frequent as we would always like to, but it's not like we're over here having dry spells. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, so for me, I, that just wouldn't be something I would agree to do. You? Well, that's an int- that's interesting because I, on the one hand, understand
1: they have two children, mm-hmm. they have, and they have a life that is probably much more busy than you know you or I. I, I would presume mm-hmm. between them both being actors, and so there's probably large chunks of time where they're not even in the same city. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there they're, I think with that kind of lifestyle, it's probably easy to get into a rut where that is last on the list. Makes sense. So maybe her thought process is, you know, I want to make sure I'm making this a priority. Mm-hmm. Now I could never schedule it because like you said, that is not, you know, you can't, I don't think you can determine, you know, intimacy and arousal and all those things on a schedule. It just happens at the moment, you know, you might be laying in bed together. You might feel like you're in the mood. You might not feel like you're in the mood. I don't think you can say Wednesday. I'm going to feel like I'm in the mood. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that is that would work long term. Right you know, so I, I don't know. I mean, but she, you know, she loves her husband. She's like, I'm about to hold on to
0: my man, you know, and she's like, whatever it takes. So I mean, if it works for them, great. I know that, um, you know, it's more common than people think. I, uh, oh, I was yeah. watching this show called Black Love on OWN and there was a couple, black couple there and they were talking about that how they do the same thing. They have small children. They needed to make that a priority. It was falling behind. And so they they scheduled these sex dates and these date nights and what they did is they had like a like a color light in their room. And so anytime <laughs> they had like their their sex night or she was feeling like she was in the mood, she would turn the light green. So he would know it's on and popping. Oh lord. But if it was red, it was just like don't fucking touch me. So ah. <laughs> So no, that's funny. I'm just like it got me to thinking. Like, if the light tur- turned yellow, would that just be like, let's just have some like foreplay? To see how the night so, goes. See how here. it goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get me a drink and I'll, I'll tell right. you later. It's just oral sex night, baby. It's just exactly. <laughs> we're, we're not, doing, we're not doing the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know, but that's just it's definitely not a me thing. But to each and their own. That's how each I look their at it. So another, another interesting um, uh, thing that I heard was about one of your favorite people, (laughs) sarcastically, Uh, Jeannie Mai, who has been engaged to Jeezy since April. Um, uh, She recently admitted that she is, quote, a very dominant woman uh, and she wants to submit to her man. Uh, She was talking about this on a recent episode of The Real, and she explained When I come home, I like the idea that my man leads us. For me, submission does not mean that you lower or less, that you are lower, excuse me, or less important than your man. Of course, Jeezy and I respect each other very equally. What I mean is in my work life, in my actual life, I own my businesses, I run my team, I make all of the decisions, and I lead entirely in the outside of my life. So in my home, I want my man to lead. I want him to take in what I would like and what my wishes are and my dreams and then incorporate it, making the overall decision that's best for our vision together. Hmm. So interesting. Interesting. Ugh. it gets sticky <laughs> it gets I'm sure it sticky. does <laughs> think, yeah right you, I think you and I have had this conversation before though about her face um, gets sticky oh sorry okay, <laughs> okay. stay on track honey <laughs> I'm staying on track.
1: well this is my this is my night I scheduled sex so we have to hurry up here oh, so I'm sorry. Get to it. Jesus. okay <laughs> <laughs> The lights green, you got the green light special. I put the green I put the green light on today, so you know <laughs> listen I do you I what do you think about the whole submission thing you know I think you know I don't think it's that far off from you know when you hear about these powerful businessmen that then go then get off work and go to like the dominatrix bars and they want to be dominated and stuff you know I mean it's not too far off from that I think when you're in a position of power then there's something appealing about being told what to do in your alternate life. your at
0: home life. You're, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know. I I mean the way she defines it, as long as it's not like she's, you know, I guess like bowing down or whatever. I don't like using that word, but (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like making herself less than Um, the whole idea of you know, letting your man lead. Sometimes I'm not, I used to not be okay with that. I'll be honest. Like I was like a control freak. I want right. to take care of it. If it's not done my way, it's done the wrong way. Like I got to handle it. And you get to a point where you can't handle all that shit on your own. No. You just it becomes cannot. your burden. It's yes. you, it turns into all on you. You realize heavy. it's too
1: heavy. You realize you want to share that with someone. Yes. Not and so you realize you have to give up some of the control. Absolutely. You just have to. So and you have to pick a partner that can handle that. Yes, too. that's a huge step. That's, that's a huge, a huge part, part of it. part of it because yes. you, you know, when you're young, I mean, at least in my experience, you end up with people at t- I've ended up with people that, um, you know, I that couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And so I always felt like things were on my shoulders. But, you know, now, you know, I'm in a relationship where he wants some of the burden, and it's been weird. It's like, do yeah. I actually let him, do I actually roll and not worry about this? Yeah. Yes. Like, it's like, do I really not worry about this? Like, should exactly. I really just put it out of my mind and let him handle it? It's a weird feeling,
0: but that's trust too. That's a yeah. big thing. Like you have to be able to trust that who you're with is going to use judgment, the best judgment yeah. for the benefit of the both of you. Right. So that's a huge thing. I think in a relationship, being able to relinquish that and let somebody else take the lead on things. So, you know, I, I guess I'm not going to be too hard on her for that, especially in the way that she describes it. She's 41 right. years old. She did get some backlash for saying that, of course. But what she said was um, she doesn't care what kind of pushback she gets from other women. It's her life. Right. And, you know, I agree with that. Right. Right. It
1: is what it is. I think we're on the same page in some sort of version of that. Maybe Mm -hmm. not submissive, maybe not would be not the word I would use, but more like a real partnership where you're letting your partner handle some of the things he might have some strong suits and he can handle some things Absolutely. and you might have some stronger things. So it's like the, it's like actually relinquishing that right that, um responsibility. So we'll see how they do. I don't know. Whatever. Definitely. Yeah. She's ruined Jeezy for me. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we'll see. So speaking of rappers who have no street cred at all, Tyga, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, he has a g- He's been coming on like a lot of different really? like featured tracks lately, and he this has. is a new one that um, he's on with Sweetie. It's called Money Mouth. One two racks, I'ma blow that. Three four five, I'ma hold that. Okay. Six, seven, eight, I'm a show that, throw that, nine, ten racks, I'm a throw that, eight, bounce that ass, yeah, throw it back, throw it back, spend that cash, you got hella racks, hella rack, run that bag, nigga, no cap, no cap, money, will you motherfucking mouth fat, I think they just sampled the uh Shake It Like a Salt Shaker beat mm-hmm. on that. <laughs> always something coming back. That's all I um, do these days and just recycle. Recycle From when we were younger.
1: Yeah. Because that was a shit back in the day. That was it. Yeah, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so what's going on with him? So Tyga has been in the media because he is being sued by his former landlord for 200,000 plus dollars for trashing his L.A. Bachelor pad that he had, and this is you know somebody that is claims to be of celebrity status, literally not paying his rent and trashing his home and leaving. So you have to hear some of these. He owes thirty two thousand in unpaid rent, another twenty eight thousand um, for ruining white oak flooring. Damn. Another 15500 for issues with marble flooring, marble countertops, and another 103000 for damaged wallpaper and murals. Damn. Yeah. So that all totals up to the end. He owes over $200,000. And this actually is not his first offense so it says back in 2016 he was sued by various landlords for breach of contract unpaid rent he was sued by a beverly hills jeweler over a two hundred thousand dollar settlement where he had a gold watch and a gold chain that
0: he never paid for
1: so and he also had his ferrari repoed so i don't know
0: well let me tell you what, I- what I'll tell you what i you let me tell you what I do know about Tyga. I was, I just saw him on uh, Instagram yesterday on my feed, and he was, he was posted up with about five chicks with their titties out. So he seemed wow. really unbothered. Okay. <laughs> he seemed very unbothered. Like he didn't, you know, give one fuck in the world about, you know, what people said that he didn't pay his rent or whatever. He was just like, it is what it is here today. So I don't know. Wow. We'll see how far that lawsuit gets. He'll probably end up getting like mad references and then it'll be like, you know, thrown out or something like that. Like that's what they always but do. What, what
1: is that? It's like a consistent problem. Like what is what is like really if, going on? If you have like repetitive issues, it's <laughs> like, like a come a, on. It's he's like <laughs> those those rich white people that go and steal from the mall <laughs> just to do it. You know, he just wants to fuck up an apartment just for the rush. Of you it.
0: have money. Why are you yeah. doing, like a pay your bills, rent, right? Like you're getting a car money. repo,
1: a car repo. You can't pay your car note. Come on now. Mm. And why are you and why are you financing a car when you're, quote unquote, this big time rapper? You can't buy a car in cash. Right. Mm. Come on now. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody needs to get him a financial advisor. Maybe he got Kylie cursed. He did. See, there you go. Perfect example. Everybody that fucks with that family ends up fucked in some up. Yeah, some shit. Yeah, and and
0: ultimately on our podcast because
1: well, <laughs> right, there's tea.
0: right because so, they're messy because um, they're messy. There was almost a messy divorce that happened. Yes, Cardi B. Um, this happened a while ago, probably. Well, kind of like October, November. She filed divorce from Offset. Yes, um, they had been married since two thousand and seventeen, and you remember last year at some point they split for a little bit because he was cheating. Right. And she found out about it and she got pissed and they broke up. And so more recently, her uh, divorce paperwork said that they are irretrievably broken and there are no prospects for a reconciliation. She also petitioned for primary custody of their daughter, Culture, who is two. Um, But then more recently, she had a change of heart (laughs) and they reconciled. And um, she just celebrated a birthday and he was there to celebrate it, her 28th birthday. And I guess it boiled down to her saying that it was really hard for her not to be able to talk to her best friend.
1: Hmm. I heard a different story. Did you? I heard she flat out just missed the D. Oh, that's probably it, too. She (laughs) said he has some good ass D and she missed it. I believe it. I guess her, I guess her wop wasn't as WAP as she thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there, there is such a weird relationship. Like it's just, they do odd things on Instagram. They, they're just weird. I feel like they're meant for one another, but that's another one that's like toxic because He's just gonna keep on cheating, and he's, mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Oh, he learned his lesson," and they love no each other. Didn't. And she only filed for that divorce because she wanted to get his attention, like stop fucking clearly, playing. you know, like stop playing with me, or else this is what's gonna happen. And then he came back like a little puppy dog, and you know that's women need that to out. stop
1: using the court system to fight their battles. Every time a woman is scorned, she want to take a man to court for child support for divorce, whatever to yes. get his attention.
0: Yes. And I'm going to end this with speaking of going back to your little comment about speaking of the D um, and Tyga, he dropped some nudes for his OnlyFans page. You know, everybody's doing a goddamn OnlyFans page now. I know. I'm so old. I'm like, what the hell is
1: OnlyFans?
0: Well, he broke the internet about a few weeks back because his dick was all over the internet his little light-skinned meat it was Uh it was you looked at it didn't you everywhere it was it was literally everywhere like you went on to media takeout. it was Mm -hmm. on twitter it was everywhere the man's penis was plastered everywhere that's your alter ego cookie cookie want to check that out no I did not (laughs) because I don't I don't like light-skinned meat I just Oh, come on it's not a, it's not a me thing i'm sorry is no, where it's at no offense girl i like i like dark chocolate oh man i like it chocolate the darker the better black Ooh, and see, the fair i'm a caramel girl
1: use. i'm a caramel girl cappuccino even
0: you're a caramel okay. girl
1: <laughs> yes mm. <laughs> yes Just throwing throw a little spice too i like it when he talks spanish in my oh ears. my
0: god <laughs> oh my god okay well I do I do wait a minute I think that really is a green light in your background so I'm gonna let you go I'm I'm telling you I got the green light
1: no I wish I had the green I'm about to be go be my my baby's bottle bitch that's all I am (laughs) oh my god that's all I am is this bottle bitch he he's cool until he wakes up he looks at I'm I'm not even kidding you he looks at me with the biggest frown on his face like bitch you better get up and get my (laughs) bottle now I told you to have my bottle ready and it's not ready he gives oh me a warning God. though that's what I love about him though he gives me a little warning he gives me that look and I got about a like a 10 second window to get my ass up and get him a bottle oh otherwise gosh. otherwise he's done it's he's over right. it's over so hey. <laughs>
0: Carter is a boss, baby. He's a boss. He's boss, baby. I love it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, I am so excited that we're back. We are going to be back again in December with our last episode of season two. Um, yes. and then hopefully we'll be moving on to a brand new season sometime in the new year, which is like yes. right around the corner. That's so crazy to me. Yep. So, guys, you guys know where to find us by now, hopefully. Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram at messy af podcast. Um, we can be also reached at messyafpodcast at yahoo.com. Please continue to listen and subscribe. Tell your friends to tell their friends so we can be friends. Make sure you uh, send us uh, your messy minutes. Um, You can send those through our Facebook page or through that email address I just gave. Um, They will always remain anonymous and we will give you advice on how to clean up your mess. So until next time, darling, um, have a good night and make sure you go get to your baby before he starts screaming. Yep.
1: (laughs) We'll do. Yes, ma'am. All right. I'll talk to
0: <laughs> you later, right. Bye. Bye.